Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. This is I can. Oh my god! <gasps> and this is I can explain. I fucked up. You did it. I was in. I was moving. Okay, I was there was. Movement. And we're here to answer the questions. No. You're too afraid. Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. <laughs> and this is I can explain the podcast where we answer the question you're too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is life plans. I can't believe that happened to you. It's because there was too much going on. Oh, I was like sitting back. You just still. like backflipped onto the couch. I was, just, just, I was like building something. <laughs> the instructions were unclear. Yeah, but we had to restart because we can't have that, that I get negativity it. that's true um you know what sometimes life throws you a curveball and you get hit with it <laughs> <laughs> okay um before we get started follow subscribe rate mm-hmm. us five stars only click the link in our bio to get the new merch the new merch is so fucking cute i'm obsessed with it and you need to go get it and if you want to get all of these episodes on video you can become a patron thank you so much to our patrons you are the reason we can do this and i have housekeeping Uh, so i've heard so for those of you that are local to vancouver yes you know that there was a place called the warehouse and i think we've talked about it on this it's where the pig party was oh yeah the pig party was the pig pen yeah the pig pen yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyways actually last night they had another one but it was just red themed and i thought you can't go from pig theme to red the same people the same people i don't know if that's true because they had a valentine's one Mm -hmm. they had pig party okay they had the shrek one they had a shrek one they had a shrek one like, like a sh- Shrek sex party? It wasn't a... S- oh, no, different one. Sorry, no, I'm thinking different. There's two There's two different party companies. You're right. That one ha- had the pig party. Had and the then pig. And now just red? It was just red. What was, th- what was it called? It's just always called Switch. But what was... Well, the other one wasn't called Pig Party either. We just made that up. <laughs> but there wasn't like a secondary... Like what was the I marketing? I don't think so. Okay, I need to pull this up. But I was so disappointed because something that I really love is to see... Pig play. Pig play. <laughs> so when I saw that it wasn't... Piggies. Pig part two. Or like something fun. I mean, that's a thing. Like I could have done... I could have... The Shrek sounds interesting. Yeah. That one wasn't a sex party. That one should be the sex party, though. Okay. The, so, that, the Shrek party and the sex party should collaborate. They absolutely should. We should switch to Shrek. I agree. Okay, so their first one was Switch Pride, and the the branding's all just very, like, black and white. So I think that was just, it's like... It's kind of giving a little, like, little mime Yeah. mime cosplay. A little... Yeah, maybe... You could maybe... Like... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Not you miming sucking dick. I love that. I'd love that for the patrons. (laughs) Patron exclusive. (laughs) Okay, then next, they really went for it. This was chic. This was fun. Was this pig? This was pig. Oh, pig. This was pig. Pig, pig, pig. So when I saw the pig thing, I immediately was on board. I was like, okay, well now. We need to get boots on the ground. We we love this party. We need to get a journalist in there. Then the next one was, you know, it was... It was end of the year, December 30th, and it was something shiny. So it was kind of like futuristic, like alien, shiny vibes. So so I like that because it's like adjacent to New Year's Eve, right? So it's just like a shiny pig. You can. You You absolutely can. Full metal pig. I love a metal pig. I love a metal pig. Okay, so I I was, you know, on the edge of my seat waiting for the next one to drop. Mm -hmm. And the next one, the ads is just it's just red. Like they're just wearing red. And I was kind of like, okay. There's what's the? It's wear just something red. Wear something red. That's the theme. Wear something red. Hmm. 
So I just feel like we need more pig. In we there. needed a little more pig. Yeah. Somehow. I think that they should. I think honestly, the goal should always be. I think it should be red pig, blue pig, <laughs> green pig. Just incorporating something <laughs> pig, pig is very important to yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. So that was a little bit disappointing. But anyways, so that event happened <laughs> last night. But I went two nights ago to the opening party okay. of this, and I love this story because first I just have to say that everyone that works to set up this new establishment. I don't even know if I clarified that the warehouse shut down. They found a new location. The warehouse is now a hospital. The warehouse. Yeah. It's like condos in a hospital. Then they had to find a new warehouse space to set up a queer venue. They are calling it the birdhouse. Sean keeps calling it the bird cage. It is the birdhouse. It's not the bird cage. It's the birdhouse. I was getting like Miley Cyrus can't be tamed kind of bird. No, because the first one was the clubhouse, then they had the warehouse, and now it's the birdhouse. Where wait, warehouse? Club when did the, oh, the clubhouse, clubhouse was pre warehouse. Yeah. Why bird? Did we figure the it out? The clubhouse was like behind, beside like a tire factory. And then the warehouse was the warehouse. And so then that now was it's obviously the birdhouse. Tire house. I personally would have loved brick house. I would have done tire house. Warehouse <laughs> Warehouse can stay And then what's the What's the vibe of the new one Well it used to be a laundry factory Apparently Laundry house laundry Laundromat House <laughs> Where did the bird come from I think they were just looking for different things That have house after it But I like the idea of brick house And then every time The first song and the last song that play Every night is brick house She's a brick I don't know that song House I don't what? think we can do bricks after Stonewall <gasps> Oh, <laughs> very insensitive think, of me. I'm so I sorry. Think they kind of. There's no more. We're not brick adjacent anymore. It's too soon. Okay, but isn't it like rebuilding the brick? Like it could be. It could have been a vibe. Okay, we're with the bur- <laughs> we're with the burrow. So, anyways, the people. That- Where did I get bird cage? I don't know. You just keep texting me bird cage. I just thought you were kidding. I don't know. <laughs> you just keep texting me bird cage. It makes it sound like it's like two a.m. It's like, a just like bird cage. <laughs> It's just constant. It's happened like three times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyways. I was I'm like, not changing. Yeah. No, that's fine. Just stick with it. At a certain point, you just have to accept that. Or I'm going to switch to laundromat. <laughs> the laundromat. The laundromat would have been a cute name. Yeah. But anyways, the birdhouse. Um, over the last month, they've been getting this ready. And I can only imagine the nightmares of like red tape and permitting that go into these spaces because it's not like they're buying something that's like a club already or a bar already. It's a laundromat. (laughs) It's a laundry facility and they have to make it into a bar. So these people, I have a few uh, friends that have given me some insight, have been busting ass to get this place ready. So like no shade towards them at all. Um, But no, but it was no, but it was funny. It was funny because we go to the first party that was called Liftoff and like a bird. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. But the ad had a little rocket ship on it. So it was a missed opportunity. They should have had a soaring bird. A soaring bird. Soaring bird. And then a cage to catch it. (laughs) (laughs) It can't quite get off. (laughs) It can't quite lift. Can lift like a fire. How are you going to call something the birdhouse and then the liftoff is a rocket? <laughs> it should have been like the spreading our wings party or something. Liftoff still works. But a cage around it. But a bird. <laughs> it's a rocket, but it's in a cage. It's in a cage. 
can't. The fact that they're like, we never said anything about a cage. <laughs> like, why is there a cage? You're like, even the bird cage. Even if it's birdhouse, there's no bird on this. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not getting the story, you know? Yeah. I don't think there's any, like, real birds available. It's not bird themed? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh. So, I don't know. It, it, it is what it is. Anyways. <laughs> so, I show up to liftoff and... I feel for them because they were clearly like working so hard right to the, I said to my friend, I was like, this literally feels like that TV show on HGTV where they used to go move that bus and like everyone's waiting to the last second and the HGTV people are inside like putting the last coat of paint on and like hanging the curtains like the five seconds before it opens. Yeah. 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 None of the toilets are hooked up. How did you guess? How how did you guess? I don't know. <gasps> okay, so they were supposed to open at 9. Okay. And they had to push it to 10. They almost had to cancel because all of their, like, I don't know what was going on, but their toilets, like, weren't installed. They're like, the plumbing wasn't done yet. And the contractors were, like, inside doing it. So, literally, they eventually opened at 10, but the washrooms were still weren't quite ready. And we went in and... There were like construction workers, like contractors, up in the rafters, like still like drilling and like hammering, like to the fucking bitter end. Like they were already letting people in. Like as the night's going on, yeah, like like, a new spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) The music gets like a speaker kicks in, like adding little things. You're like, uh, oh, the line for the bar is busy. You're like, no, they literally just built one they back just, there. They, they just opened that. Yeah. No, it was so it was so funny, but it was also like really endearing because they really worked hard right until the last second. But I was like, only us like are are walking in and the contractors I'm, are also, still only going. Queer people find that endearing. <laughs> <laughs> that is true they that were really true. working till the very <laughs> end me somebody who works like in construction i'm like that is a nightmare <laughs> also also yeah how, there's so many layers to okay. this. how did they get like uh <laughs> like a permit to let people in we when the toilets were we don't ask up? questions like how did they get occupancy it's a great cue that I will not be asking anybody. <laughs> it was very endearing. It was endearing. No, and then it was like, honestly, the space, if you are in or visiting Vancouver, you need to go. It was so much fun. I personally love it about a million times more than the warehouse. Okay. I like that it feels more intimate. It's like a quarter of the size. More birds, too. More birds yeah. flocking together. Um, made the dance floor feel more vibey. The energy was great in there. The ceiling's lower, so I feel like it doesn't like suck the sound and energy out. True. So I loved it. Um, venue was great. I'll be back. But that was their very first event, and it was a fundraiser. So everyone was there volunteering their time, like all the performers mm. and everything. And it was just a fundraiser so that they could like add to the space. So it was very, it's very like fresh. Contract clearly, yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, they. I mean, they <laughs> the go, contractors are like they go, <laughs> making tips, <laughs> making tip. People are throwing them fives. <laughs> but they got it. They got it done. And honestly, I'm well. <laughs> they they got were the you allowed open. to piss ever? Yes, yeah. Like half an hour in, <laughs> okay. we were just like one of the first like rounds of people in. So right. I think they were like, "Hey, let's start funneling people in while 
they put the last few screws in. But when people were waiting outside, like you could hear the drills going inside. Ooh. But it was kind of exciting. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what I mean. It felt like I was like on that show where it was like, oh, we're going to be the first to see it right when it gets done. Are we going into a club done. or is this like a kind of hostile vibe? Like yes. the movie. <laughs> I need to ask people. I need to know if someone was like filming this endeavor. Because to me, I'm like, this would make a great doc. Yeah. Like when they were like at the end, like trying to get it all done in time and they're stressing. They're like, I don't know if we're going to be able to get this open. I don't know if we're going to be able to do this tonight. We might have to call it off. We might have to send the thousand queers on the streets away. And like, you know, like, we might have to put that shipment of doves we ordered somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with all the doves? <laughs> Release them onto the street. <laughs> We're all just getting shit on outside. The pigeons are just At least somebody could shit. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, so I, um, I uh, really liked the new space. It was really fun. I just thought that was like a fun little like, of course, like the quirkiness of queers. We're right down to I would us. Have lost my mind. It was great. I, lo- <laughs> I loved it. Um, I hope that someone was filming it or like creating content. I, I always go there. I also hope you were legally allowed to be there. Um. Well, we don't snitch around here. So right. if we weren't, no one will ever know. <laughs> but yeah, no, they're like fully open every weekend now. They have other events posted and stuff. Sick. So go follow up. Go follow Man Up Vancouver if you want updates on events. Do it. And uh, see at the birdhouse or in Sean's, where it's the birdcage. Yeah. Yeah. Cool venue, though. But um, toilets are now working. Perfect. Good news. Thank God. Um, and what else was I going to say? Oh, I'm seeing that Pride events are starting to be announced. Oh, you're not here. Fuck. I'm not here, but also we don't do anything together either. What are you fucking talking about? Last year we did like three things together. It still wasn't that many. Like, it's mostly the lesbians. I guess. But, like, we did... I went to six events and you were at three of them. That's true. They were, like, day... I guess. Yeah. That one day one was really fun. Which one? The... The one at the fish factory. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, we're really I love these names. building uh for people that don't live here. They're like, wow, they have uh, great nightlife. We call it the fish factory because like it smells so bad. That had no toilets. The fish factory. <laughs> that I love it though. Like they're canning fucking like I love a good dive bar. Like I go into like a fancier establishment now and I'm like, mm. I also the water lo- pressure's great. Not vibing with I it. I love the creativity. Yeah. And the finding a way. The audacity yes. of a queer person. That walks into the biggest shithole you've mm. ever seen, and they say, "This is it. This is it. <laughs> this I fucking love this place. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's my kind of place." Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my housekeeping. Excited okay, about a new. Pride events are popping up. That's really stressful. Space. Uh, pride events are starting to get posted. Um, well, I might. Yeah. Not sure, but I might go to Seattle Pride. Since you should. Seattle Pride's so fun. I know. And I also am not going to be here for Vancouver Pride. So, that'll so be I feel like your... I need some sort of pride in my life. You should totally go. Yeah. Oh, I want to quickly plug linked in my bio at Brian Williamson is my text list. Please join it because I have events coming up that um, I will send to you if they are happening in your area, wherever you live. So please, Sick. please join my text list. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I think that's my housekeeping. Anything new with you? I was capped. Um, no, we just talked like 15 minutes ago. So <laughs> Yeah. That's what happens when you record two in a day. Yeah. Okay, so life plans. What's well, going on with you? Exactly. Isn't that the question? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not you being like, let's do an episode called Life Plans. And I ask you and you go, well, who knows? No, I'm saying 
That's the question. Oh, that's what we're about to dive into. That's what we're about to dive okay, into. Okay, go on. I just, what well, we were, we were talking about things to talk about. Mm. And I said, I think we should talk about life plans because uh, my life plan currently is very different from what I had imagined it to be. Right. And also, it's just a very wild thing to ask somebody, what are you doing with your life? Or like, what's the plan? Mm. Or what's this? It's like such a weird question yeah, the more I, I think that. about yeah. it. Um, so recently I learned that my roommate, Lauren, Mm -hmm. the nastiest bitch of the West (laughs) (laughs) is leaving me (laughs) and I am going to live alone for the first time ever. Yeah. That's so true because you moved out of your parents. Obviously you move in with roommates and then like it's first time living alone. First time ever, which in all fairness. Yeah. Who the fuck lives alone in Vancouver? I've never lived alone. Who? How How who can, can you afford living I alone? Can't. You either are living with roommates or you're living with your partner. Yeah. Right? Like Drag me. <laughs> and for you, you now have neither. Or for some of us, there's an alternative third option. <laughs> Being alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So first of all, financially, mm-hmm. it's going to be really fun. Yeah. But life plan wise, it's so funny because when I bought this place mm-hmm. like five years ago, um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to live with Lauren. And my parents were like, yeah. And then like, maybe you'll meet somebody yeah, and you'll just like move in with them. Right. So the entire time, that's kind not, of been not saying like they thought that I couldn't live alone or anything mm-hmm. like that. The entire time, like that's been kind of my thought. Right. You're like, when this ends, when the roommate situation ends, it'll probably be because I'm moving in with a partner. Well, I thought it would be my doing, but fucking Lauren Uno reverse carded me. She went and found herself a partner. I just assumed it'd be me because I'm so like hot and likable and (laughs) like everybody just wants to date me that I just How's that going for you? Poorly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so for the first time Mm -hmm. in my life, I feel like I'm planning things like with no partner in mind. Yes. Which is really weird because yeah. for the longest time I feel like I was planning things with that like in mind. Yeah. And now this is going to sound sad but I don't mean it in a sad way. Mm-hmm. I'm like I genuinely don't know if I'm going to like have a life partner. Not like I think that's going to happen, but like realistically, yeah. I have to like plan things without yeah. being like that is a, a hinging factor. And I think that's a smart way to be. For sure. I'd rather be that way. I'm not saying that in a sad way either. No, you'd rather be like independent and good how you are and with your shit. And then if you do find somebody, sorry, when you do find somebody, yeah. you <laughs> will adjust and compromise as needed or is not needed exactly with that person then, but you can't like frame your whole life around this mystery person. No. And especially financially, you can't make that something that needs to happen because Mm -hmm. you'll get fucked. So it's just been, it's just been a really big mind fuck recently. Yeah. Knowing that like everything is on my shoulders. Totally. Which it usually is. Like yeah. that's how life is. But now I'm like, oh, here we go. So it's been a journey. It will. It's also hard because I feel like you've had roommates and then the same roommate. Yeah. At first you had more roommates, but they were all your friends. And then with Lauren, this is again, like, it's going to sound like I'm shading you this whole episode and I yeah, don't mean me, it yeah. like that <laughs> at all. But I think it is an important topic that's kind of interesting and I'm going to reset the 
camera right now so this doesn't happen like last week. Just to catch the really interesting moment. The really interesting moment I'm about to say. Um, (laughs) I don't know how to say this without sounding fucked. All those people that you were roommates with now have a partner. (laughs) (laughs) So all those people in your life that you were uh, attached to are now in love and you aren't. And you're just alone. It's really interesting. It's so fascinating. But actually, because people grow up. So you now have the choice where you're like, do I find like a rando stranger? Yeah. To live with all of a sudden when you've been used to living with like a close friend or friends for Mm -hmm. a long time. Or do I like literally buck up and financially take a huge hit of living alone? Yeah, the latter. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just a very weird switch to this is actually the first time Mm. in my life that I'm like going into things, planning them without attaching it to somebody else. Yes. Which which is is cool. Cool, but I'm also like, why? Oh. <laughs> hey Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I feel like I, in the last few years, have had to really unpack age expectations for myself Mm. when it comes to my personal life because in the same way I was swimming in heteronormativity for so long even when I unpacked that and was like okay I'm gay I think I carried with me a lot of the like expectations of you get married at this age and then you have kids at this age and like that's the like steps of life like you go to high school then you go to university then you find your person you get married you have a kid and like I'm seeing all of my straight friends that I grew up with do all those things check all those boxes Mm -hmm. and really unpacking like am I putting those goals on myself because that's truly what I want or is it that I think I have to by that age or else I've like failed in a way. I'm like not fitting in. Yeah. And I'm not like fitting the like society's expectation of it. And over the last few years, most of those things, honestly, I've realized I don't want that right yeah. now. So the only reason or I ever. would do it right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, like seriously, some there's things, some things that yeah. I'm like, I don't want that at all. No. Like 
a big wedding. Like for me, I like a few years ago, I literally realized like, I'm like, that is my nightmare. Yeah. Spending that much time planning that spent like for me, not my cup of tea for me. No, no, no. <laughs> and like that much money on it and stuff. It just doesn't feel genuine to something I'd want. I'd be doing it. Cause I think that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And then other things that I still definitely do want, like having kids, I am realizing that like, I absolutely don't want that right now. Right. And I can like both things can be true. I can definitely want that in my life, but it doesn't need to be right now. Right. The second. And I think if you told 20 year old me that I didn't have a kid by the time I was 30, because 30 sounds ancient when you're 20, I would be like, oh my God, well, what am I doing? But my eggs. The eggs are shriveling. The eggs are gone. But that's why I love following other queer people, especially queer people that are kind of going through those life changes to help you feel like you're not the only one. Like I follow my friends, um, Kate and Sarah, and they're both in their early to mid thirties and are just starting an egg retrieval process, not with the expectation to have a kid, but like just Just in case case. they want to in like a few years. And so seeing those sorts of perspectives added to online spaces is very refreshing because it's like, okay, I'm not the only one that wants this eventually, but not right now. Yeah. Um, But I definitely think unpacking that and adjusting those life plans it's also, hard. It's also so funny because there's so many life plans. Like, I feel like everybody, mm-hmm. if they were tasked with like writing out a life, yeah, would follow like a few very basic, totally like plot points, yeah. And then you start realizing, like, okay, a lot of those plot points are based on like a traditional, yeah, quote unquote like heteronormative structure of life yeah and then you start realizing like oh wait like everything has been based around Mm -hmm. this one vision of life yeah like Like, i wasn't born and naturally like inherently needed to have a fucking thirty thousand dollar wedding it's like you were just conditioned slowly over life by watching tv shows watching movies reading kids books like seeing people you know watching disney movies of the princess meeting the prince and like all these different things that you're like okay how much of this is something that i actually want in my soul and how much has just been taught to me that i'm supposed to want it yeah and then you picture yourself against like the average you know perfect couple that this life is based around and Mm -hmm. it's like well the biggest difference is that i'm queer and they were not in the storyline so why am i still trying to follow this like life that people have set out for them that isn't me totally i also think there's such an unfair expectation for queer people to fit in that mold without acknowledging that there's so many more barriers and difficulties that come with being queer to continue to stay on that path yeah like even if it's something you want there's not enough acknowledgement of like how much harder it is to get there whether it be because families aren't accepting whether it be the costs of having a child because you don't just have like the sperm and the eggs and you're just going to give it a go. And I know not every straight couple has that. There's people that have their difficulties, but generally speaking, undeniably every queer couple is going to have that issue. So I think there's this weird thing where it's like, okay, we're going to be chill with you being queer, but like, 
I hope you still want to get married and have kids because that's important to me and like our family structure that you get to have that and blah, 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 without the added acknowledgement that there's all these extra things, hurdles that you have to jump over. I also think a big part of it, though, is that this life plan Mm -hmm. is put on queer people. Yes. Because it's easier to digest for straight people. Totally. Queer people exist Mm -hmm. if their lives are still cosplaying a straight couple happening in like a format that they can identify. Totally. It's like, okay, you're you're still going to be normal though. Right. But you're going to, you're going to have kids and own a house and like do all these things. Right. Cause that then, then I'll be fine with it. Oh, hundred percent. But then it's like, I'm gay. I also don't want kids. They're like, what? They can't. Well, how many times have you seen someone come out on TV or whatever, heard stories where their mom will literally go, but I want grandkids. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah, adopt a new kid fuck. or something. I don't know. Yeah, You're seriously. independent. <laughs> Actually, like, what the hell's wrong with you? People, but it's so true. I think yeah. it's like you become, and we talked about this a lot last episode with the shape shifting and some similarities there, but you want to stay on a certain path to be digestible. Yeah. It's like, I remember coming out when I was younger to certain people or certain family members and be like, being like, don't worry, but nothing's going to change. Yeah. I'm still me. I'm, I'm still going to suck a dick now and again. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. <laughs> but He's now, but it's like, oh fuck, my fucking battery's going to die. <laughs> be right back. Jesus I'm going to pause Christ. this. We're back. Lots okay, of tech now difficulties we're back. today. Yeah. Jesus Sean and I were just having a conversation off camera about like more personal stuff that I can't really share that has to do with this topic. And I now feel very dark. Yeah, like you know, like I went from like this is a light, nice light topic to like now I'm like this is kind of miserable. Yeah, but it's just so hard being fucking queer. Like I, I feel like we acknowledge that quite often on the podcast. But for anyone out there who needs to hear it, like it is so there's so much to navigate Mm -hmm. that we need to give our give ourselves pats on the back because I genuinely believe that there are so many adults out there that never have to have the like emotional maturity and strength that queer people do to deal with life and opinions and external shit. There was just like stuff that we were talking about that we won't share for personal reasons, Mm -hmm. but just like things, conversations that we are literally forced to have with ourselves or family members that a a large portion of -hmm. the general public Mm -hmm. never have to have. And a lot of like relationship strains and all these things Mm -hmm. that we don't have a choice over that so many people literally will just never have to experience. Which is crazy. You know what? I was actually saying um, to my girlfriend the other day, we were watching Love is Blind. Uh And I was like, there's something weirdly queer about this in the sense that when they're meeting their families, their families are so like coming around to it and kind of like against it. And they're so nervous to introduce to their families because they've done this like weird thing. Oh my God. And as I was watching it, I was like, this is literally like the closest straight couples will get to understanding the queer experience. Wait, is love is blind queer? (laughs) Only because the more I think about it, it's literally queer coded. It is. The more I think about it, it's literally like, yeah, besides that aspect of it, the another queer thing yeah. is that there's literally like it's not like there's an endless sea of people for you to choose from. It's a you have like pod ten or fifteen people, people yeah. 
that you're talking to yeah. and then you choose one yeah. because you feel that they're like the closest you're going to get. Obviously some find that yeah. think that they're like the perfect match or whatever, but that's literally like what queer dating is. Yeah. Like our pool is small, so small and you basically go through the candidates and you choose like the one that this you see is the closest yeah. and then you shock your family with them. Yeah. So. And then with lesbian culture, you, you haul it and you get married in like three oh weeks. Oh my God. Is love is blind. Like, queer cosplay <laughs> I think I actually think it is because if you watch the scenes where they're about to meet the family or when they're meeting the family yeah. it is so queer coded in that way because you're like seeing the nerves that usually straight people never have to like get past or the added benefit of benefit not benefit but added aspect of them calling their parents and their parents refusing to meet their partner that happened oh this season? yes I haven't watched the season yes and it's literally people like parents being like, no, I just don't approve of what you're doing. And like, I'm not going to, and they're like crying on the phone. They're like, you're not even going to give them a chance. You're not even going to meet them. And they're like, no. And they're like, there's other parents that are like, I'm not coming to the wedding. Like I'm not supporting this. These people want to be gay so badly. They want to be gay so bad. <laughs> they, this is kind of just like a straight people want to be oppressed so badly. Thing. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but yeah, so in, to wrap up in summary, I've also for the patrons they can see that I've done a costume change because I have somewhere to be. Um, yeah, Brie, I gotta go. I gotta go. Tech difficulties. Brie then said we gotta wrap this up, and I said we had to take a break because your battery died. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> Interesting. When it's you, it just is what it is. It is a, what it is. Leave a stain on your shirt. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay. This day is going terribly. Thank God I'm a blazer. Okay. I need to get the fuck out of here. Whenever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, rate us five stars, five stars only. And also find us on social media at I can explain podcast and personally at Sean.lusk and at Brianne Williamson. And until next time, we will see, see you around the, the game. Fuck my stupid stain.